Hey friend, before we get started on today's episode, I want to take a second just to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year because we are moving into the new year and I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for showing up every single week, for popping your earbuds in, for downloading me and listening to me in the car or while you're doing the laundry at home. Just thank you. Thank you for sharing this podcast. Thank you for reviewing the podcast and thank you where wherever you are in the world for being here and being part of this journey through 2021 and now we're moving into 2022. I love hearing from you as always please drop me a message, drop me an email anytime, I'd love to hear where you are in the world because we truly are a global community and that being said if you would love to give me a Christmas present the best Christmas present you can give me is to leave me a review on iTunes so if you're listening on iTunes just scroll down, give me a five-star review. You don't have to write an essay, just a a sentence or two. I would really appreciate that. And it does mean that it allows this podcast to be heard by many, many more women across the globe. So thank you. I really am blessed to have you as part of this amazing community. Welcome to the You can read more about Malia, what she does, and find out more about her coaching in the show notes. Coach, nutrition coach, and lover of Jesus. I am here to encourage and empower Christian women to live their healthiest and most productive life. Mama, raise your hand if you are fed up with having no time to work out and get healthy. You're frustrated with what to eat and how to find a plan that you can actually stick with and you drink too much coffee because you're tired by 3pm every single day. If you're ready to reclaim your energy, your time and show the world and your daughter that getting healthy and feeling great doesn't have to come at the expense of time, frustration or overwhelm and that empowered living starts with making the right choices every single day and that you are not defined by a dress size or a number on the scale, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dive in. I am super excited to share this episode with you today. I'm interviewing my great friend and fellow podcast host, Malia. We dig into a conversation about the meaning behind Christmas. We also talk about our experiences of church and the difference between religion and having a relationship with God. Now, there were a couple of technical issues at the end of the episode. So if the sound quality isn't so great, stick with us because it's really worth listening to the end. Malia shares some great advice about building a relationship with God rather than focusing on religion. And if you want to connect with Malia and perhaps even do some coaching with her, click the link in the show notes. It will take you over and you can find out more about her podcast and the work that she does. Right. Well, welcome, Malia. Thank you so much for joining us. And what a special time of year it is. And we're going to be digging into Christmas. This is quite a bit unusual for me, but I haven't really got an awful lot of real structured questions because we're going to see where the Holy Spirit leads us with this conversation. And I'm really excited about that. It's kind of a little bit unusual for me and a bit of my head's like, oh, (laughs) but I know it's going to be amazing. God is going to take us where we need to go with this conversation. So before we sort of start talking about Christmas, let's talk, let's get to know you. I'd love for you to share a bit about where you are in the world, maybe a bit about your family and then something that you love to do for you that isn't about being a mom and isn't business related. Sure. Well, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm blessed to have met you and be a part of your journey also. Uh, A little bit about me. Uh, 
first of all, I love fitness too. So I think that's where you and I kind of was like, yeah, yeah, you know what? I know this field. Um, I've been in the medical and fitness field for over 14 years, and that is huge part of me. Exercise is such a release of endorphins, and you know that. <laughs> I am married to a disabled veteran. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, this walk, this last past two years, God has transitioned him. He used to be in the landscaping field, and that was quite a journey. I fought for the VA for him for two years, and um, he's disabled now. Um, there was a whole lot of a journey on that aspect of being a, a wife of a disabled veteran and coming from that fitness and medical background too. And, but really God has shifted that from COVID. And I know we've talked about this, Sarah, for a while after COVID happened, God has been calling me to leave, was calling me to leave physical therapy for a while. And I love helping people. And that's a big part of who I am. And God's like, okay, now you're going to do this. You know, you know, I'm taking this away. And I think a lot of people has shifted even there. It could be a big blessing, or you could like freak out about what you're going to do. And I'm such a goal-oriented person and such a doer and doer. And like, when I have a goal, like, that's it. Like, <laughs> nobody's stopping me. <laughs> I'm doing the thing. <laughs> I'm doing it. And that was it. I, God called me to, to start counseling and coaching. And I, you know, I developed signature coaching programs with him. And I'm just blessed, you know, I, I became a, an author and a coach and a counselor and I'm doing all these things and I became a podcaster. That's how we met. But I don't say that like to brag or anything. I say that because when God calls you to do something and you're following it and it's truly from your heart and really it's his will and not our will, that amazing things could happen. So I'm, I'm blessed to be an opportunity to help other women and, and grow and learn. So what about you then? What do you love to do for you? Because you sound like you're, you're like me. You've got all of the things going on. You're looking after all of the people. What do you like to do for fun? Uh, I'm a beach girl. <laughs> I did a lot of, yeah, I did a lot of healing on the beach, but you know, just even being able to just walk on the beach and just talk to God on the beach, but that yeah. I do. I enjoy that. I am not like your typical woman where it's like, I have to go shopping and like, and all that stuff. I've never been that typical woman where, you know, it's, there's other things that are rooted in me that are just different. And I just, I love the peace, um, stepping back from the chaotic world that we live in and just really just being silent and still. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe even like in my backyard, my husband, before he was disabled, we have a beautiful backyard and we got blue jays and butterflies flying around. And it's just like, you just sit in that presence and you just take it all in. I think sometimes we too take those things for granted or I want to step back from the chaos because we're living in a very crazy chaotic world where we need to step back and breathe and especially with the holidays coming up <laughs> yeah absolutely it all feels a bit crazy because you're in Florida aren't you so you were saying by the beach oh I, I grew up by the coast in the UK in the south of UK and where we live now in the countryside like the beach is quite a long way away so I'm really I'm sat here and I'm thinking oh um, I miss the sea there's something so peaceful about it there it? is it's very healing. And I, again, I did a lot of healing down there, you know, with God when I was going through my whole transition and just healing process. And it's, it's more than just a beach to me, you know, it's like my, my peace and serenity is there. So that is. So we we've touched a bit on your story and I'm really glad to have you here because you and I connected through a podcasting course that we did. Yeah. Um, and it's amazing how you find these people through courses and across the globe uh -huh. that, you know, are really, really um, like think like you and who have the same sort of passions and ambitions and mindset. And I really, really connected with you, Malia, because you, for me, I feel very 
I'm not so much new in my faith, but I don't feel solid in it. But whenever I was listening to you, you were so confident and you just had this incredible, I'm trying to find the right words really, but I sort of looked up to you in the, in the strength that you oh. had in your faith and your journey with God. And I was thinking, do you know what? It's just going to be such a great opportunity to have you on at this time of year, because I really want to talk about Christmas. Like we're this podcast is landing just before Christmas. And so many of us, and particularly as mums, I think we can really feel the pressure to have this like this perfect Christmas. But for us as Christians, I'd really love to explore what you kind of, what the meaning of Christmas is first, like with you, if somebody sort of, you know, from a, from a Christian perspective, um, you know, why do you think Christmas is so important for us? First of all, I want to say thank you for, for what you just said. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's, it's always so nice to hear because you don't know, you know, you know, you're changing hearts, but sometimes people don't always verbally say that. So thank you very much for saying that. That means a lot. Uh, Christmas you know, sometimes I think it could be all about the presents, all about the money, all about what could I buy? The Christmas lights. I have to have my, the perfect Christmas cookies. I have to, you know, get the right dinner and serve. And it's like, it's really not about that. It's really about Jesus. You know, I'm all about a vertical relationship with Jesus first and foremost. You know, this is the time when we celebrate the birth of Jesus, you know, not even during Christmas, Sarah, but it's, it's really every day we need to be celebrating him. I know a little bit more uh, people will start going to church a little bit more during the holidays and, you know, going during Christmas. And it's like, I love that, but it's so much more than that. And I think a lot, that's what a lot of people, and, and I don't, I've been there. I've been there. I was, when I first got saved, you know, I wasn't walking wholeheartedly with God or anything. And, you know, it took a while for that maturity to come in and it sometimes does. And it took a broken relationship for me to second time to the altar, but he changed me. He restored me. And that's, to me, Christmas is celebrating Jesus. You know, it's just about that relationship. It's about doing life with him. And I mean, first and foremost, every day, right? <laughs> I'm all about it. But especially during Christmas, I think we do get focused on the wrong things sometimes. And there's nothing wrong with spending time with your family. But we have to remember too, and I'm about to do a podcast up about, about this, is for holidays is rough for some people, you know? And God had put that on my heart too, where people, it's not joyous. It's not all a glim and glamour. And it's not about the, the Christmas cookies and presents and all that. But somebody maybe lost somebody. Somebody's going through a terrible illness right now. And my heart goes out to that. Like where... <laughs> I just cry, you know, because of, of God's people and my heart for people of that. It's not always the joyous time of year for everybody that people are going through things and we need Jesus. We need Jesus. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And um, I love what you said about how um, people do become more aware of yeah. Jesus at this time of year and my daughter you've you've seen Chloe a few times she's four and she's just started a new school and this year they're doing a nativity so Aww. it's really started this conversation about the baby Jesus yeah. and singing the songs and this sort of thing she's really starting to sort of and it, it's so beautiful to see her yeah. just have this like wonder of my gosh like Jesus was a baby and he was born in a stable I know we have stables on the farm and I'm just like yeah you know he was a great he was amazing amazing you know we were so gifted by this man but he was hum the way that he entered the world was so humble and I love that and I, I I don't know about you but it's just so nice to actually see some people like really start to think about like the meaning behind it and seeing the kids do this kind of um you 
you know the nativity it's just just it's such so a beautiful true. thing yeah my husband just got into with his disability and stuff he was getting into to wood projects and making birdhouse and all he made a beautiful nativity center so it's so cute that you brought that up and you know handcrafted every little character you know i'm like wow like this is so cute just for us to have that nativity center like every year to celebrate so i thought that was so cute i mean obviously we 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 were talking about like the i always like talk about it as like the instagram worthy christmas and sometimes i find myself like i mean you know from the work that we did on our podcast course and i have shared in this podcast before as well that i really struggle with instagram like for me it it's the enemy it really really is it it sucks the joy out of my life and at this time of year I can find myself looking through Instagram and looking at like these these beautiful pictures of Christmas and having the perfect wreath and the perfect tree and all of these yeah. things and it it can really make you feel like you're not doing something right and yeah. that you're not worthy so have you got any sort of advice for women maybe like me yeah. <laughs> who are yeah. doing that and scrolling through and you know not feeling this this worth and it will do that and, and I actually did a podcast episode about that of scrolling through um what you scroll gets in your spirit and that's what I say so you have to be really careful what you're allowing in your spirit all the time scrolling through it and might I add that everybody's life is not perfect and it's it's not and there there's there's a persona behind all of it is we only snapshot stuff that is beautiful and perfect in our lives we're not you know snapping the argument that we had just before that shot or (laughs) you know or the arguments that you have with your husband or your kid or you know whatever I love that that. we don't don't do that we don't do we, we hide that but that's life honestly Sarah the last past six months, I could tell you that social media has been that for me also. I think uh, being a Christian entrepreneur and in this space, you it's a double-edged sword. It's, you have to be out there a little bit, but you do have to be careful. And then you have to be out there promoting your business and all that. Where do you go from here? Because that's one thing too. I was like, like, Lord, this social media, it, it could be very toxic. And I've seen that just with the spirit of discernment I have, I'm able to just see people and, and feel them. And I'm just like, there's, there's a lot of positive, you know, there is positive out there, but there's a lot of negative. There's a lot of false prophets. There's a lot of false teachings out there and people are so desperate for healing and so desperate for, like you said, feeling worthy. So when we compare in that comparison game, when we compare ourselves to other people like that, that's the enemy. That's where he's going to like get us. And that's where, that's why we have that relationship with Jesus, because we have to always go back. And that's again, stepping back where I said, I like to step back in my backyard take that quietness and take it off because it could really mess with your mind. It could really mess with your mind. So I my best advice would, would be don't be on there so much, be really diligent in who you're scrolling, scrolling through, you know, uh, not everybody, it's not always what it seems, you know, you have to really look at somebody's heart and really understand the, the meaning of what they're saying, what they're teaching people. That's one thing for me. I'm really careful about what I'm teaching people. I don't want to lead them to the wrong way. And that's why I always back up stuff to scripture. I'm always, I'm, you know, it takes me a long time to do a podcast episode. I'm researching and, and all that. And that's okay. But I, I don't want, I don't want people to go down that wrong direction. I don't want to be part of the problem. I want to be helped with that problem. So be the solution. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah, yeah. Help and them find the way. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It could be toxic. 
it's a real tricky one and you know from and I have done a po- whole podcast all about like my journey through having this social media detox and the the things that change for me and like yeah. you said I'm always really very careful about who I'm following what yes. I'm doing with social media and you know just sort of trying to pull yourself back from it and just sort of actually look up and be like oh yeah. there's a world in front of me right here that right. You know, yes. is real <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah and it, it I mean the impact of that was massive for me like the yeah. relationship with uh, I have with my daughter and the people around me is so much better because of that and yeah. you know the reason I think I'm sort of want to talk so much about Christmas is really because I, could, I think this can be such a key pivotal point in the year for people yeah. because yeah. we have Christmas people are seeing you know they do think about behind all the presents say it does bring up you know god and jesus and christianity and then it then leads into the new year and i'm always really hopeful at this time of year with the birth of jesus that you know people are going to get to know him and that they're going to go into the you know into the new year and they're going to be you know like blessed by his presence and i i really sort of I guess I hope and you know that I do have my part in this to play that you know there are people that are going to get saved and you know they're going to see the beauty of of you know having him in their lives so that's always what I'm really optimistic for at this time of year I find a lot of hoping in Christmas but for you in your home because you're in Florida yeah. And I, I bet your Christmas probably looks a lot different from mine. I mean, for, for a fact, it's probably a lot warmer where you are right now. Yeah. Than where I am. So do you and your family like have any particular traditions that you have at Christmas? It's, it's a little different every year here in Florida. Uh, we've had some cold Christmases. I mean, cold here is like 50, 60 degrees. We actually, my husband and I grew up in Virginia. So I've had, I've had my experience with, with the cold you know, it's, it's spending time together. It's not, it's not all a hoopla of, you know, of all this and all that. It's just spending time together and and that's it. You know, watching some Christmas movies, playing games, those old school things that we don't do anymore. Um, but that's just, it's about being with the people that, that you love. And do you, do you, um, do you go to church or? Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. My husband and I actually started a, a veterans ministry at our church too. But yeah, we're, we're at church every all the time. I don't know if it's the same for you in the US, but our churches in the UK look very different. So we have the really like old fashioned churches that you know with with the history that we have here and they're you know the the wooden pews and the stained glass windows and and they're beautiful and they're lovely and they're mm. the places that people sort of tend to flock to at Christmas because it's got that traditional kind of feel behind it so what what does church look like for you church yeah I've I actually was raised Catholic to be honest Mm. with you um I've had that experience uh some of the Catholic churches are they are beautiful beautiful (laughs) I love that I love that I think the essence of it is great it's more to me it's about and I always tell people this and my clients this is it's about what they're teaching it's not the beauty on the outside, like just like the social media and everything we're talking about now. It's what's in the inside, what's in the heart. Uh, what what is the pastor? What are the leaders teaching? And it needs, you know, do they actually believe that Jesus is the Son of God? And are they teaching the Word of God? I mean, it's really 
it's it's real simple, but I think people overcomplicate it. But that to me is church. It's yeah. getting fed the the word of God, and that's it. Yeah, you know? I and love that. People, yeah, and bring people to Jesus. It's like that's it. It's like real simple. But uh, again, we have we have to be careful because there is there's a lot of you know false teachings out there and and, and twisting of words, and we always have to test the spirit and see and. I remember my um, husband had rededicated his life. I said, and we were actually, when we were dating, we were just dating at the time. Actually, we just got engaged. And I told him, cause he was in Virginia and I was here in Florida still. And I was like, you have to go and feel out the church. You said, because you're, you're going to know like that Holy spirit is going to come that onkin, they call it, you know, you're there. It's going to let you know. And he did, he went to a few churches before he finally found the one he's like, that's it. And he got you know, baptized there, met a, you know, great group of guys there. And so I would encourage people to, you know, sometimes the first church that you visit, it's not always going to be the one Yeah, like you'll know. And you definitely has to teach the word there. I love that you said you've got to like, check it out. Cause you really do, don't you? And yeah. going back to what you said about what it looks like on the outside. And again, I think here it's so different the difference between the traditional churches yeah. and the community churches yeah. that we have here is is just it's you know like completely different ends you go to a more traditional church and everyone's got their set seat in the pews and you're not allowed to sit in somebody's seat because you're going to get in massive trouble and you know and really I I've always found that sort of environment because I like you I was brought up Catholic actually I didn't know that and um I my school was was I was taught by nuns so it was very strict and we had Mm -hmm. to go to confession and you know so I was really and because of that actually it put me off like my face I was just like right I don't have to go anymore I'm not having anything else to do with God. Thank you very much. That was was like, I'm done. I'm done. And it wasn't until really probably about 10 years ago where I actually reconnected with God because I had some friends who were like, that's not what church is like. Like you don't have to sit in a cold building on a wooden seat. You know, it can be fun and it can feel like a family. And um, I really you know encourage like people you like you were saying to go and try out different churches and don't have this like set mindset of what you think god church jesus is like because it's probably not what you think it It never is right it never is what we think just like marriage right it's like oh (laughs) (laughs) there has been a lot of people hurt from the church a lot of people that, um, you know, that even I work with and, you know, Hey, we've all had some really bad church experiences. I mean, there's people that have been hurt, you know, or been taught the wrong way. Like maybe you have, or I have, and I think that's, a, you know, that's okay. I think if we turn it around into a learning experience and, uh, step back, you know, and that doesn't mean run to every church because you don't like one little thing about it too. And I think that's where people need to keep in mind that you're not going to love every little thing. Cause it's, it's a hospital for sinners. Like church is hospital for sinners. We just all need to be there, but it's, it doesn't have to be all fancy. And I think that's where a lot of people, um, get up, you know, the lights and the, and the music and the flash. And it's like, it's not about that. It's about the heart. It's about what they're teaching and praising and worshiping God and being in communion with him. No matter if the church is small, you know, or it's massive, it's again, it's all about the teachings and, you know, we'll feel that presence there. Malia, we were talking about 
you know, like churches, different types of churches. And it leads in really nicely, doesn't it, to this conversation about the difference between like religion and having a relationship with God. And I thought if anyone's going to be able to share some thoughts on that, that is definitely going to be you. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes. Um, So really, it's all about the relationship. You know, I think you and I, a lot of people, not just you and I, it could be just about the rules and regulations. And I think sometimes that can get embedded in us. And that's where we have those bad church experiences. And it's not about that. And I think sometimes like you do, we have to step back and kind of reevaluate and just let God kind of work in and through and change, change that mindset, change that mindset, because it could be really ingrained in us. And once we learn who God is, who Jesus is, what he did, he came here for us, didn't have to, but did it willingly, right? For our sins, that he died for a personal relationship with us to have that. And I think once we grasp that, once we grasp how much he loves us, you know, even though we always sometimes feel alone, especially during the holidays, we're never alone. And the more in depth you get with him, he'll show you he's around as long as your eyes and ears are open and and spend time with him. I think that is the biggest thing here is he just wants to spend time with you. He just wants to be your friend. And not many even people give him the time or day. They'll give him a five, five second devotional and devotionals are great, but he, it's so much more than that. Yeah. And I think once you grasp that, that religion, you're going to start seeing that it's so much more than that. And it's not about, he doesn't care about that stuff. He just cares about you as a person and bottom line, like that's it. he just wants a friendship with you. I love that. And I really love the fact that, you know, it is about that, that relationship and that relationship can look like anything. It doesn't have to be, you know, being on your knees and praying. And one of the things I really love to do, and maybe you can share um, something that you like to do in terms of your relationship, but I really love to worship God when I'm actually doing my workouts. You know, I'm having a really great conversation with him while I'm, you know, lifting weights and that kind of thing, or I'm out walking my dog and I'm, you know, maybe listening to some worship music and I'm just having a conversation with him and it can look whatever you want it to be, can't it? Yes, I think, yes. And I love that because I'm the same way. I'm too, I'm blasting it or I'll listen to something and just get lost in it. And that's what he wants. He just wants you to get lost in him. That I just, I love that you do that too, because it's such a release too, isn't it? Yeah. Just being able to unload, you know, and it's okay. Like we're human beings, like we're not going to be perfect. And I think once we get that, that perfect, it just has to be like this. Like you said, you have to be on your knees and pray. You have to do it this way. Like, no. And that's where, that's where the religious stuff comes into effect where you have to do it this way. And have it's like, no, there is no perfect way. He just wants your heart. And what a gift. How lucky are we? We really are blessed. So just to wrap this up, um, cause I know we could talk here all day I know, because <laughs> this is just amazing <laughs> technical hiccups that come from the enemy and all of these things that will not get in our way just to wrap things up where can people find you and how could you you know how could you be helping them I make it truly simple for people it's just my name it's www.maliadiana.com everything's there on my website if you're interested in work with me you want to pick up a book podcast you don't even have to be on itunes you can listen to it right there everything's right there i have blog articles for people i know you have so much and malia really does have 
the most incredible like content she just does her homework and everything that she shares is so well informed so I will put the link to the website in the show notes and I just want to say a massive thank you so much for your time I thank you very much for being such a great friend as well I feel truly blessed to have you as a friend thank you hon I pray everybody learns something here and just has really truly blessed holidays thank you for listening hope you like it Leave my mummy a video.